Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. And now, listen to this. On the Toddcast Podcast. You'll know Dan Mangan for a couple of reasons. The first, and likely the main reason, he's a two-time Juno Award-winning singer-songwriter based here in Vancouver who has a worldwide following through touring like a madman in North America, Europe, Australia. He's now seven studio albums deep, a bunch of EPs and singles. He's even scored for feature-length films in TV for Netflix and AMC. And Dan is also a co-founder of Side Door, which is a marketplace platform that connects artists with venues doing online and in-person shows. They went on Dragon's Den and got a half a million dollar offer. Impressive stuff. Dan's dug himself a strong foothold in the Canadian music scene, and we need more people like him, to be quite honest. Hardworking, humble, just a solid guy. And when Dan jumped on a Zoom with us, it was great to get him talking about the music that was in his house as a kid growing up, his profound love of Radiohead. Binge-watching shows came up, and so did the fact that he's a fair-weathered sports fan. We talked about COVID and creativity, his first concert, gambling. We made him pick between Lennon and McCartney, and Dan talked about the music industry and how it's changed over the years, like platforms TikTok and Spotify, how they can blow up your band without the help of a major label. Oh, the times, they are a-changing. Listen to this. Even now, it's like songs don't even matter. It's like song segments, you know? It's like a 20-second clip uh, on TikTok of like the pre-chorus going into the chorus is what goes viral and gets like 10 million, you know, um, uses on TikTok or whatever. Yeah. Like the, like, uh, what was that song that mother, mother just fucking blew up on. on yeah. On, incredible. On TikTok, right. Like that one 20 second clip just blew them up. And it's so bizarre because like they didn't even have a Twitter account when that happened, you know, they, they yeah. created a Twitter account in response to it. Um, and they've done a really good job of sort of like trying to like uh, fan that flame, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that song was what, like 12 years old when that happened? Yeah, totally. And and I think that, you know, part of, I, I, I have two very like uh, paradoxical feelings about that situation, or th- let's say three. One is, oh man, when that happened to me, <laughs> you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, Another one is, oh, God, TikTok is terrifying and I don't understand it and I'm so old and how can I adopt this new technology in a way that is authentic and isn't just like an older musician trying to clamor onto what young people are doing. But the third takeaway that I think is ultimately the most hopeful and um, helpful is here you have a band that just kept making music, kept doing interesting things, kept pushing themselves in different directions. Um, And eventually people found what was maybe the most interesting thing that they ever did, you know, which is that really early seminal stuff. Like that first mother, mother record, even before it was mother, mother, it was just mother. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing that record and being like, Oh my God, this is insane. Like this is the craziest, weirdest, 
most hookiest, crazy acoustic, you know, funk. I don't know what it was, but it was just like it blew my mind. And that's what ended up getting captured. Now, in the meantime, they've had like, you know, platinum sales and number one radio songs and stuff. But I thought it was really cool that the thing that TikTok blew up was not the new polished radio stuff. It was like that first seminal. Well, it's, and, it's almost the stuff that uh, th that's the reason we love that band is because you go back to their original stuff, right? Yeah. And so I, and you know, I've, I've known those guys since the beginning and, and um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm just thrilled for them that it's completely blown up their whole Spotify and their, their, their live touring system is just, you know, elevated like crazy. Um, but uh, it gives me hope that like, okay, regardless of like when in your catalog it is that people find that's like the juicy spot, just keep making music. Listen to this on the Toddcast podcast is brought to you by Tedco RV Supplies in Langley, an ICBC approved repair shop. Visit them on Facebook and Twitter at Tedco RV Supplies. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.